just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Hallelujah. Would you want to clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. God bless you. Please take your seat. I am going to introduce um, a visitor just for him to come and say hello to us. And I want you to know that this person that I'm going to introduce is very special in the whole of the UD and the UO. Those who are clapping, may you find 20 Ghana CDs when you are going home. <laughs> Well, born Sambia, we've been two hundred Ghana cities. Well, we can amen be on your visa, Eco America. So did you can amen? You know, I am going to make a confession, a declaration, and then I'll preach. But before that, I want to um, just let us know who has entered into this building. Uh, this great man of God as someone I met I think somewhere 1995 in the UK then I was a very young brother in the UST who would during the vacation go to London and then work small and then he was one of the pastors in the UK who I got to know and then oriented me on how to live in London and then many things. I remember sometimes following him to do his work. I don't know if you remember, you know. <laughs> you know, sometimes late in the night we'll be doing cleaning, you know. And then I'll be following this great man of God. And then, 99, I went to Uganda as a missionary. And then just a month or a few months later, he was sent from the UK as a missionary to Australia. Australia. As our first foreign missionary to another country. I am like the first local missionary from Ghana to He's like the first foreign missionary outside Ghana to another country. So today we have churches in Australia. We have churches in Fiji. Hallelujah. And after building a beautiful church in Australia, 
by the grace of God, God opened another door for this great apostle to be sent to Asia, specifically India. So he's the first that went to start our churches in Asia. China, Singapore, Korea, all those places. If you clap, you will get your visa. If you don't clap, I am telling you. <laughs> Those who are clapping harder, you'll be going and coming like that. <laughs> and Apostle built a beautiful church in India that I've also not been before. I wish one day God opened a door for me to visit. And after building churches, he pastored a lot of people, Ghanaian pastors, and also raised Indian pastors there and established a church there. God brought him to Ghana, and then from Ghana now he's been traveling to different countries. What it is is that he just he's traveled to different countries to start churches, maybe sometimes four months, six months. He just came from Nigeria, specifically Enugu, where he had gone to start another church. Within a month or two or three, the church is already 50 to 60 people. You know, and prophet says that apostle is okay, come home and then rest a little bit. I mean, all this time, sometimes he just leaves his wife and children and go and come. And just to go and win souls and come but he's able to go and come and then by the grace of God today he's here I didn't know he's coming he just visits us and when and I'm just here sitting here and I had a call that apostle has chosen to come and pass by and bless us I think as you are standing, you are doing the right thing. And my heart is full of joy. And I feel so much love. Because it's not easy to have somebody who is so special visit you impromptu. And just a few days from now, Apostle is traveling to another country to go and start another work for a few months and come. So, just for some few minutes, I want him to say something before I bring the word of God. Let's start to feet and clap and welcome Apostle Peter in Suwa. Oh, clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Honestly, I'm blessed this morning to be here. And... To see all of you. Wow. I've been passing by and I remember the first day that I saw your, um, um, your billboard. And I saw Bishop and I said, wow, my old brother, I have to come. I live not, not very far from here. So this morning I had the opportunity to pass by. You see, let me tell you that we are in a good family. Amen. You see, it's not a church. It's a family of God. And I can remember as I said, you have a very powerful bishop here. You see, an anointed man of God who loved the Lord. Amen. 
Yeah. Because he could have stayed in London. He could have stayed in London and enjoyed himself. But he decided to go on missions. Amen. And I said, he's the first missionary. I mean, where or where are he? He's the first. Hallelujah. Yeah. And because he took a step, it also encouraged us also to take steps. Amen. And we thank God. Hallelujah. So, be part of the church. And don't just be there, but be established. You see, when I came, I joined Lighthouse, my mind was, I joined it in London. And my mind was, oh, I'm just passing through. But I've seen the years that as I've stayed in the house of God, God has really blessed me. Are you with me? Yeah. God has really blessed me. I mean, I can't tell you so many things, but I want to tell that decide. You see, I'm, I'm a lecturer. I used to lecture in the UK and there's, but I left my job just to follow and do more. And I can say I have not regretted. Are you with me? Yeah. I've not regretted. Rather, I've seen God bless me and bless my, my family, my children. I mean, when I look back up and down, up and down, but God has looked after them. Are you with me? Yeah. So don't leave your children at home and say, oh, church, we are busy. I can't come for weekday because of my children. No, no. We used to bring the children to church. They'll be sleeping in the back. They'll be there. But God has looked after them. And they've excelled in every way. In their studies, they've excelled. They've not gone down. Hallelujah. Yeah. My, my daughter sent me her results. You know, she went to do law in London. And when they, they were doing the final exam, it was so difficult. And I told her, I mean, you could do the exams from anywhere. So she came to Ghana. She was in the house at night, standing, moving up and down. And I said, listen, as we have served God, God will see you through. Are you with me? Yeah. I mean, one day as I went there, and she was preparing that morning for the exam. And she was a bit, I said, don't be worried because we serve a living God. You know, I'm, I want to tell you that as you are here today, believe in the God that you serve. Yeah. Believe. Many times our problem is that we don't believe. But if truly you are looking up to God and you believe that God will see you through, God will see you through. Hallelujah. And this morning, if I said, I know some of you, God has laid something on your heart. God has laid something on your heart. And that thing which God has laid for you to do in the house of God, do it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because don't just come to church, walk around and go. Join something. Be part of something. Contribute to something. Yeah. Contribute to something. And your money, dear, you must bring it for us to build a house. Hallelujah. Yeah. As Bishop has been preaching about tithing, it's not only the 10% too. Yeah. But your life too is a tithe to God. There's some part that you need to give to God. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Decide to give. When the Bible says, will the man rob God? It says, in tithe and what? Offerings. The offerings that we don't do well at all. I just came from Nigeria. I said, Nigerians, they can give offering, I tell you. Every, this is, there's a song. You put a song there. They will not just come forward and dance without putting something there. Are you with me? But some of you come and dance with your white handkerchief. Let me tell you today, I'm saying something because I believe that that sickness, that open door, as you sow a seed and you bring an offering, you see that it will open a door. That is the only thing. We've done all night. You have gone to all the people. That sickness is not going, but you don't want to give that which is of God. Yeah. Yeah. So learn to give. 
There was a brother in our church, and that Sunday I was talking about giving in Nigeria, and then he brought. I said, those businessmen who were in the church, it is part of your protection. You even bring money. And he said that when I said that, he looked the boy, he had 5,000 naira, and he brought it. On the way, the Monday from Lagos, he was coming to Inugu, the armed robbers attacked them. Yeah. And they, they took everybody. When it got to his tent, the, the guy had the gun on him. The guy began to shake. The armed robber began to shake. He didn't know what had happened. He said, hey. And he was just shaking like that. And the police came. And I, so the people in the church said, but who are you? Then he remembered the prayer as he put the money. And we said, God will protect you. No armed robbers will catch you. You see, it's so sad when the church, people come to the church and they feel that, oh, we are giving our money to the church. You are giving it to God. You have not come here to serve the church. You've come to serve God. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, you've come to serve God. I'm so blessed to be here. Look at this place. Beautiful. And we should be grateful. Hallelujah. It's not everybody that would even think of buying land and the rest. And we thank God for our father, Bishop Dark Hayward Mills. Amen. Yeah, for the vision. Yeah. Uh-uh. I, I would never have thought of going to missions or even serving God. No. I was relaxed in London with my beautiful wife, you know, in my beautiful apartment, you know, go to church and come back. But when I met Bishop Dark, he changed my life. He, he made me understand yeah, the importance of serving God with your life. Yeah. He made an important and it's linked to everything. Because when I look down, my life I go up and down here and there. You see, we are taking kids. Not my kids, they are grown. Even left the house. You want to build a big house. Build a big house. Your children are not there. And you are there with your wife. Uh-huh. Even if you shout, the house boy cannot hear you. Because it's so big. Is that what you are looking for? No. But rather you, you just serve God with your life. Yeah. Some of you do that. You see that. You rather enjoy life more. Yeah. As I am enjoying life. Are you with me? Yeah. I don't know. But some of you, maybe you should go on missions. Yeah. You should come to your pastor. Pastor, I want to move around. Don't just stay in Ghana. Yeah. Singapore, you don't even need a visa. Do you know that? Ghanaians, you don't even need a visa. I here. start here, branch for Singapore. Are you with me? Yeah. Nigerians move. They move. They can't even speak English. Some of them, but they move here. Oh, Pastor, I was here. I was there. Unless they don't find a place that they can arrive, they would arrive. But I pray, believe that what is God telling me to do? Because you see, some of you, when I say Singapore, you're happy, but you have to start doing something here. How could I win here in Singapore? Are you with me? So everybody think today, what should I do for God? Yeah, begin to think. Because when you begin to think about the things of God, the Bible said when David began to think that I'm going to build God a house. Oh, God was so happy because David's heart. I'm not here to preach. David's heart. I'm here to enjoy your bishop. You see. But his heart, David's heart, immediately, that you begin to think about the time.
Immediately God said, how? If this is what David is thinking, then I rather am going to build him a house. Hallelujah. Are you understanding that? Yeah, I rather am going to build him a house. I remember when I was leaving, I left Ghana or something, and I had a plot and I was building. And my big brother, who was also in London, he came and he started erecting and he was almost a lentil. And my mother was worried. And but you, you won't come and build. And now you are going to Australia. When will you come and finish your building? What is you see, when my father died, he had built the latest house, five bedroom, this, 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 that, in the will. We are five. He looked on the will and said, this house, I give it to my son, Reverend Peter Ensua. Hey! We are five. Me, when they ran the wheel, I wasn't there. But I realized that some people were not happy. Some people were not white. They were not happy. Ah! This latest house that has been built in the latest nice area, why should we only give it to one person? When you build a house, God will build you a house. Yeah. God will be, He will build you a house. And I remember when my father was building that all the up and down, he bought chandelier from Italy. He ordered the chandeliers from here to here. You know what chandelier is? I'm not talking about ball. Chandelier. He put in jacuzzi. And after he finished the house, he died. Yeah, he didn't live in it. Yeah, it was for me. After he finished the house, he died. He was going to celebrate his 70th birthday. He died. And not knowing that two weeks before he had gone to do the will, to add that will, that this is for my father. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, I'm trying to you to believe that be faithful, pay your tithe, give offerings, believe, give yourself. What people are fighting for, you will get it. God will just give it to you. Are you with me? Yeah, God will just give it to you. So don't just come and join first service. Then you go, didn't know. Decide that I am going to really walk with God. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't get anything, it is something that God has given you. Uh, his father gave me a heart. My father cannot give me a heart. God will find a way of giving that to you. Yeah. You'll be surprised. In even that house, I don't live in it. You see, rather the church, that has been a blessing. You have brothers and sisters in the church. Today he's been given to our, 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 our brothers in Kumasi. Go and live there for free. Because it's the house of God. Do you see? I don't know why I'm talking like this. But I'm trying to tell somebody here that really believe in God and lift up your eyes unto God. Not in your brother from Canada or America or UK. But lift up your eyes unto God. And he will look up to you. And he will bless you. And he will keep you. Let me tell you, all this COVID and everything that's coming, nothing will touch your house. You might like it then. Nothing. Rather, you'll be delivered from hell. And great things will happen in your way. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may his will be done. Bishop, God bless you. Thank you very much. Keep clapping for Apostle. Hey, you're clapping. God bless your Apostle. Please turn to your feet. Let's make some powerful confessions before the word of God arrives after such powerful words declared by God's servant, the Apostle Peter. Close your eyes and say this after me. We are declaring and making these declarations from 
our father's book, the name is Claim It, Take It. Believe that what you are saying will practically happen in your life. Say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. Although it seems that I'm down today, the Lord is raising me up right now. I will not be down forever. Every disappointment will turn around for my good. Every setback is working out for my advancement. The Lord light. Although it is dark around me, I see the Lord lifting me up. I am not afraid of the darkness. Every heaviness in my heart is gone. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that I will shed no more tears. My days of crying are over. I shall not be sad forever. I boldly declare that every experience shall work together for my good. My life is moving ahead. I will not be depressed anymore. In fact, I am not depressed anymore. No man can break my heart. No human being can break my heart. My trust is in the Lord. He is my strength and my salvation. I am pressing on in the name of Jesus. Every experience is becoming a stepping stone to my blessing. All things are working together in my favor. And for my good, my enemies are being used to promote me. The Lord is the strength of my life. I don't feel weak anymore. Disappointment has no power over my life. Depression has no power over my life. Grief has no power over my life. Every trace of sorrow, fear, terror, and panic is gone from my life. In the name of Jesus. No man on this earth can frustrate my life. I am not a frustrated person. I am a blessed person. I am flourishing. Things are getting better. With every passing minute, I feel myself rising. I declare that I am rising above every experience in my life. Every day is a learning experience for me. In the name of Jesus, I will not make those mistakes anymore. I will not make those mistakes anymore. 
improvement has come into my life. Everything around me seems bleak and hopeless. My heart shall no more be afraid. From now on, I would desire one thing. I would desire the Lord. I will seek after the Lord. Early in the morning, I will come to the Lord. I will seek for Him in the evening. Finally, I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I see the sun rising on my life. After every night, there must be a day. There must be a day. And my day is here. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful morning. For sending your precious gifts, the Apostle Peter. To come and visit us, to encourage us, to be a blessing to us. And as I speak your word, I ask, oh God, that this word will be that engrafted word that changes and saves souls. Let everyone that is under the sound of my voice never leave here the same. Do something new in our lives in the name of Jesus. And God's people who believe that something miraculous has already started happening, shout your loudest, Amen. And clap your hands for Jesus and sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. I have some few minutes to just share something small with us. And I pray that God will be a blessing to us. This past Sunday, I started talking about the bad thoughts of non-tithers from our book on tithing. The bad thoughts of non-tithers. And I looked at point number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know if you have the points there, but I hope almost all of us wrote the points. If you wrote it, let's go through it just quickly. And then I'll be sure that you are with me. Hallelujah. How many wrote it? How many didn't write it? How many wrote it on paper? Okay. Alright, so if you wrote it, can we go through just to make sure that we had it? So point number one was what? I earn too little to pay tithe. That's a bad thought. To have that thought that I earn too little to pay tithe. Point number two was what? So those who didn't write it, please write it down. Church is a type of school. When we come to church, we are learning. I earn too much to pay tithe. That's also a bad thought. And then point number three was what? Shaman, I'm surprised you don't have it there. Point number three is what? I am not a fool to pay tithe. You see, the apostle was sharing with us that even before God will begin to take you to other realms of blessing, tithe there. You should pay. And the moment you start thinking that I'm not a fool, I think it's something that is wrong. Something is fighting your blessing. It's a blessing to pay tithe. 
Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. So those of you who have not been paying tithe from today, please pay. Amen. Point number four was what? My hard earned money is what? It's not properly used. So those who are not saying some, you are, you are, you are not too serious, you see. Because you don't have the points. So when it comes on the screen, please write it down. If you don't have the book. If you have the book too, it will be a blessing. Point number five was what? Oh, the pastors are using the money. How can you think like that? Ask your neighbor who is sitting beside you that, how can you think like that? <laughs> I mean, how can you think that Bishop Chris is using the money? Do you think I'm using the money? I'm asking you a question. Do you think I'm using the money? Do you think the white dress I'm wearing, it is the tight money that I've gone to use? <laughs> and then I gave some to Apostle Peter to also buy his nice dress. And then, well, why are you thinking like that? Trust us. So last week I took my time to tell you that, especially in this beautiful family of the UD and the UO, we have a founder by the grace of God who is so disciplined that he's raised sons and daughters who put things in order. We are not maybe some of these churches that you seem to hear that don't have suffer no and say something sorry we have to say when your point will be at the key was of mammy and, and, uh, so don't think that the pastors are, we will not do that I'm rather believing God that very soon God will rather bless us with a nice ceiling our sound will be correct all those things because as we are giving our tithe then God begins to bless the church and advance the church can I have a better amen, amen. and point number 6 was what Or a con man. Look at the word you are using on pastors. There may be some pastors who are con men, but not our pastors in the UD. Somebody say after me, our pastors are good pastors. Those who are saying it, may your wedding be nice. Your marriage may be nice. Say our pastors are good pastors. Ah, and I'm a good pastor. Apostle Peter is a good pastor. Reverend is a good pastor. Reverend Gabby is a good pastor. LP Rita is a good pastor. All our pastors are good pastors. If you are trained in this house, you are good. And you too, you are a good person. Clap your hands for Jesus. And number seven was what? Ten percent is too much to give. So I will not pay my tithes. Shame on you. So today quickly, and I told you that this particular subject on tithing, I read and I explain because I want us to assume that prophet is talking to us. So within the short time we have, we want to see what we can do. Point number eight. Another bad thought to have is I am broke, so I cannot pay tithes. I am broke, so I cannot pay tithes. Senya points from my one in the Virginia, Virginia. Ebiya points from my eight. Oh, Bosumi, the minister, you know, minti minti, I'm to to sudo. 
Aifro. Don't know. Don't know. I am broke. So I cannot pay tithes. Being broke is not nothing unusual. The World Bank estimated that in 2001, there were 2.7 billion classified as living below the line of moderate poverty. And this figure classifies half of the world as poor, earning less than $60 a month. $60 is about $360 Ghana cities. And that's at $340. Because I perform from 6 Ghana, it has come to 5.87. Just this week. Some of us, we monitor. Being broke is not a good enough reason not to pay tithes. Not paying your tithes because you are broke is also addressed in the Bible. Most of the world is broke and most of us need extra money anyway. But this is where priorities will be tested. Will you put God first? Will you obey the word of God? You have no reason to use your tithe because you are broke. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, are you hearing what the pastor is saying? And tell your neighbor, you have no reason to use your tithe even when you are broke. Until brother can we treat much Can we treat much You know, in this interesting scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 26 verse 14, look at it. Bible says in Deuteronomy 26 14, I have not eaten thereof in my morning. morning. I have not eaten the rough in my in my morning. Neither have I taken away the rough for any unclean use, nor giving out the rough for a year for the dead. But I have hearkened to the voice of the Lord my God and have done according to all that thou hast commanded me in bringing, because he was talking about giving what is due God, in bringing what is due God. I have brought it. I didn't let a year, may year, I didn't let a worry, I may worry, I didn't let all those things that sometimes we are involved in to touch our tithe. That's where some of us we default. Oh, me cross Okay, so that even your prayer being received, God will send some angel that will say, God, me to my head is aching me. So but what you do to God is what you get back. To the faithful, he's faithful. To the crooked, he's crooked. Psalm 18, verse 25. To the faithful, he's faithful. To the crooked, he's crooked. God, God cannot be crooked, but what he said, we show you your pacha. Or no suit me, a petuyas on a pacha. 
and 26 says what? Verse 26. Look at that very, very strange scripture. With the pure, that will show and with the forward and a crooked, that will show thyself crooked or forward. And this is a revelation David had about God. So, if you play games with tithe, God also play games with your blessing. And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithe, he shall hand there to the fifth part thereof. So last week, on my closing, if you remember, I read Leviticus 27 verse 31 and 32 to you. And I said, if you withhold your tithe, God expects that when you are bringing it back, you must pay 20% in addition. In Leviticus chapter 27 verse 31, somebody didn't come to church last week, so I have to read it. Your wedding will be nice. You have become light, wow, my daughter. Pressure. But the Lord is with you. Leviticus 27 verse 31. It says that, And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithes, he shall add that to the fifth part thereof. So the fifth part is 20%. And you know, So what you can with tithe as well? What they buy? When you go on say, What the business are saying? And you buy interest rates in your 20%. Because you can't scan it by advancing your coupon faster. But what you can do is a delay. What, what, what kingdom of God can? It's not, it's not 2%, it's 10%, 20%. What they can 10%, now I'm not 30%. As now, it's too high, but that is to discourage us from playing games with God. And you realize that most of us are at fault. Point number nine. Another bad thought. I am building a house so I cannot pay my tithe. Oh. Can you imagine? I am building a house so I cannot pay my tithe. I think this is worrying. Very, very worrying. Or why you don't know that the house that you are building is God who is helping you. So why are you saying that you are building a house? Can you build a house in one year? Usually rare in Ghana. Are you saying that for that period you are building a house, you are not going to be paying tithe? Hey! Have you not noticed that God says that it is He who gives you power to enjoy what you have? So if you build this house like Apostle was sharing with us, and after you have finished building a nice house, God says that now move. What happens? Because sometimes that's what happens. People deprive God from his tithe. The tithe is the Lord. And then they say, oh, it's because I'm building, I have to use it for cement. Now prices of things are going high. God, you know, you understand, even this tithe, 500 Ghana, what will you do to the church? You are having a lot of things that you are thinking of. And God says, wow, okay, build. But after you are built, the enjoyment of the house, it is me who must give you the power. And so in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 19, the faster, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 19, and Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 2 These are two favorite scriptures to me 
that have practiced me so much on some of these things. Look at it, my brother, my sister. I'll say, every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth and has given him power to eat thereof, to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. But he's giving another scenario. Verse 2 of chapter 6. He says that a man to whom God has given riches, wealth, and honor, or God has helped you to build a house so that he wants nothing for his soul. And of all that he desires, God gives to him. Yet, God giveth him not power to eat thereof, but a stranger. And a lot of people are in, in this group. You buy a car, and then the car will, something will scratch the car, and it go to a mechanic, and then the mechanic will be driving the car for you for some time. <laughs> You don't know why, but it's like mechanic, you know. Master, I see a toy engine wheel. I see a toy wheel pathway. I see all this for two months. The mechanic is driving the car for you. Or the I won't price so. Just see. tighter. We hear a cry and open. Obi na ben join mao. Maybe some says saying. Your point, I'll be home from your office. And I'll be to your friend was zero two zero 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 one one zero. But some can say me ready, yes, sir. When you're tighter, Obiba enjoy one ma. You have children that you are giving birth to, but you have to give them to your your sister to take them out of God. Now that your children, you are not even going to enjoy your children. Some people have children that they are not enjoying. talk like that because I'm building. This church, that's why I'm taking my time to teach this. Because it's a mistake. Don't play games with God. Don't. Tight, tight. Now, you say, oh, you can't tight because what person is going to be a Crossing Crossing thoughts. Now, I'm saying, you are sorry, you need crossing for. You need some crossing thoughts. And that's why Prophet has written that this is a bad thought. Bad thought. It's, it's actually those who are not Christians who think like that. And if you happen to be here and you are like this, change it now. Otherwise, you are qualified as a Krasini in the Bible. A fool says there is no God. A fool does not admit that God is the one who is doing things. That's a fool. Ah. So please, none of us should use some of these excuses to take God's tithe. I am sorry, but building a house is not a good enough excuse not to pay your tithes. God has never put the building of our personal houses before the building of His house. Building God's house always comes before building your own house. God wants you to have a house. May you receive an ability to have house and houses. 
Those who said amen, may your house be nicer. A house with green grass and then a swimming pool. If you want it, lift up your hand and say, I receive it. It is a blessing. He is the one who can build it for you. Anyone without his help, you will not live to see the completion of your house. So brother, sister, pay your tithes and receive a blessing for all that you do. And avoid the curse of never completing your project. Avoid the curse of never paying off your mortgage. Avoid the curse of never occupying what you have built. Avoid the curse of building only for someone else to enjoy it. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, People say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste? None therefore thus hear the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. And I'm reading Haggai chapter 1, now verse 5. And it says that, You have so much, and bring in little. Verse 6. Look at that. Frightening. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You close you, but there's none warm. And he that earneth salary, earneth wages, earneth profits, earneth whatever you are earning, he that earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. And that God does it. He allows some, some divorce to come and then they'll just create some holes. Holes into what you are supposed to use to collect your blessing. Because it will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. Some of you, you think that, oh, I can chop the tithe and after that ask God to show me mercy. He's, he's not a fool. Also, for preaching, Bishop Bequil will preach. Reverend Talent will preach. Bishop Chris will preach. We preach more. Come on. You are not a person. 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 Oh, Nancy, I'm going to cities. You can't even explain. Even the ability to think about how you use your money is God that gives it to you. Sometimes God takes that ability from you. You don't even recall how you use your money. Just like the book of Nezah. You can't even Point number ten, number one. Next week, number two. 
chapter we may tell me boy preach I have a funeral to fund so I can pay tithe this month. Actually, this should be my point number ten. I'll do another one before I close. Say, Lord, why don't you tell the government that you have a funeral to finance so you will not pay your taxes this month? Why don't you tell your children that you have a funeral to fund so you will not pay their school fees this term? Why don't you tell your wife that you have a funeral to fund so you will not pay the, the bills? Whether it's utility bills, whether it is FIA, Shemu, bills. Why don't you tell yourself that you have a funeral to finance so you don't eat this month? Do you, why do you think of God's holy tithe as the first thing you can draw? Does it show respect for God? I do not think so. Funeral expenses and emergencies are not good enough reasons to not pay tithes. Hmm. Hey. Let me give you the last one. And I'm done. And so this particular month, October, I want to see a lot of us, if not all of us, coming to stand here, at least, to have come to bring my tithe. Point number 17 in my book. I don't want anyone to know how much I earn, so I will, I will not pay tithes. I don't want anyone to know how much I earn, so I will not pay tithes. Why do you think you are so important? Why do you think that everybody is trying to find out how much you earn? First of all, your mind is not working correctly. And secondly, there are many people who know your income, including your bank, your workplace, your colleagues, your social security office, and the tax office anyway. How come all these people know what you earn, but it is not, it's not a problem to you? How come you don't want anyone at the church to know what you earn? <laughs> and me, I don't want anybody to know what I earn, so I don't want to give tithes. But who told you that people don't know how much you earn? Anyway, if you really do not want people to know what you earn, you can camouflage your giving and give it in such a way that no one can determine exactly how much you earn. Just make sure you give what you are supposed to so that you'll be blessed. Please do not create imaginary obstacles to paying tithes which are neither substantial nor real. So for example, so, you can decode like me. I use my initials. I don't want to say what it is, but I use my initials. So assuming you are called, what's your name? Lot Paha. What's your middle name? If you, Yao. I don't know him as Yao. So he can do, uh, that's Reverend Lot L Y Yao. P for Paha. To L L Y P. 20 Ghana. Nobody will know who it is. And then to be recorded as such. And any day and any time, if you want to even have a printout of what you give as your tithe, we can do it for you. As a church. You can also request for the church's bank account. 
and pay direct. Without anybody knowing what has come through the church, you do your thing direct to the, to the church's account. And some people do that. You can also use your birth date. Maybe you are born 14th of my 1970. You can do 1402-1970. And you are called Felicia Addo. So you say F-A. That's all. And it goes in that name. Please, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. God wants me to say this because somebody will not be here next week. The next point, point number 18. I have never paid tithes and do not see any curses in my life. So I will not pay tithes. I have never paid tithes and I do not see any curses in my life. So I will not pay tithes. In pay. You have revealed your spiritual shallowness by this statement. God told Adam, in the day that you eat from the tree, you shall surely die. That was in Genesis 2.17. But did he die physically? Did he not continue to live on and even children afterwards? Even though he did not die physically on that day, we all know that a great curse of death fell on Adam and his descendants. So be careful with such irresponsible thoughts. You may get yourself into serious trouble. Bible says in Malachi chapter 3 verse 14, you have said it is vain to serve God and what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked monthly before the Lord of hosts. So some people also think that way. That oh, I mean for the past one year since I joined the church I've not been paying tithes. I've not seen any kids anyway. So Bishop, what are you talking about? You have not seen any case. Maybe you are not about to see. Because they are also time bound. Nobody knows what is happening in your body. You can be going and coming. You can be going and coming. You can even be jogging. You can even be walking. But maybe something is working on the negative side. Your liver is getting rotten. Your kidney is working towards failure. You may not know. Don't talk like that. Don't think like that. Don't ever say that. Oh, media, everything is okay. You can see everything. You can see everything. What we see is so small a percentage of what must happen in our lives. A lot of things we cannot see. That's why we must trust our lives to God. Actually, if you can't pay your tithe, the fundamental problem is uh, you can't trust God. That's why you don't pay tithe. And the final point for today is point 19. Some people also think that when I pay my tithes, I do not see any financial improvements in my life. So I will not pay tithes. When I pay my tithes, Marshall, who I said, I don't see any financial improvement in my life, BR, so I will not pay tithes, BR. Marshall, who I said, and God will bless you. I will not see any blessing, BR. Even as I'm talking now, Bishop, I don't have a job. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. 
I don't have a this. I don't have a that. I've been giving title. I don't see anything. Even even this week, he cried. Me fear ash. Nanka, and you know, I can't say it's your title. When you come on, boy, how come that you fear ash? How come that I just got a nice clothes on Thursday and I was ironing and then the iron has bent it? If if God is doing something about time, why is it that He has allowed this to happen to me? So that's how people think. When I pay my tithes, I do not see any financial improvements in my life, so I will not pay tithes. I'm closing with this. God is not a robot or a computer. Serving God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody say God is not a robot. Say it loud. Say it to somebody. Say it to yourself. God is not a robot or a computer. Serving God is not the same as using computer. Where commands are given. <laughs> control. Control what? Control. See. Control. Alt. Alt. Delete. Control P. Control F3. Where commands are given, buttons are pressed and things happen. Uh uh-uh. uh. God has never reduced himself to the level of a computer and he will not. And he will not. I say, and he will not. He has promised to pour out his blessings on those who pay tithes. If you do not see any financial blessings in your life, then. I suggest you read the chapter in which I share many reasons about why you may not experience financial increase even though you pay your tithe, which I'll do one of these days. Never forget that all things work together for good. Many things work together to bring the good results we desire. And the last scripture I want to read, Malachi chapter 3 verse 14, for supporting this. He says that you have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have mocked, walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? My brothers, my sisters, this morning, God is speaking to us. He wants us to take the tithe seriously. The value of the Because that's where most of us have failed. Because we are only looking at our salary. And God says, no, I don't only bless you through salary. Most people are blessed far more than their salary. If you are earning 800 Ghana cities, are you telling me that we'll be better chance in the chair or no? Some chance in the chair you must know how much the value is. Stop that rough there. So, so to me, so Nina, Ukrona Kubisa, and have an idea. Chelsea Shemu five, a cost they say. I mean, Chelsea Shemu five, what to some of the range? Uh huh. Chelsea Shemu five. Any, any chance in quality? Six hundred, eight hundred thousand. So, you have an idea, you have a show. You have an idea, you have an idea, eight hundred. Eight hundred Ghana cities. 800 Ghana cities, tight here, 80 Ghana. And you know, your salary here, 800 Ghana cities. No, because you have a chance in chasing, I worth 800 Ghana cities. Or tight here, 800 Ghana 
Nchezi ni abecha ono. Ni value ya 800 and usu ni tithe ya 80. Ntu hii 80 ni fi, aha. Nandi abeka wuna ya 160. Ntu ndo wei na salary 800. Nesu tia 160. Onyakupo huni sana. When God sees it that way, He says that you have been faithful in paying tithes of all. So He now also says that, look, I'm going to bless you with both cash and king. So some people, as they pay tithe on all these things, you realize that you have been faithful in chancing. The next time, and you're in chancing, but somebody on your birthday will buy you a car. Because God can trust you on that. The reason why most people don't receive gifts is because you don't pay tithes on gifts. That's why on your birthday, people sent you WhatsApp cake. That's all. Stand to your feet. Clap for Jesus. Clap for the word of God. Lift up your hands to the Lord, my brother, my sister. Heavenly Father, we ask for mercy. Forgive us as a church. Because a whole nation can be cursed with a curse because they don't pay time. Even a whole church. So we ask that wherever we are faulted, in time past, even now, as we are receiving this revelation through your teaching, May we correct and be faithful with our tithe also. Lord, that you open the windows of heaven and pour us forth a blessing. Rebuke the devourer for our sake. We thank you, Lord, for delivering us from this strange curse. In the name of Jesus. Every eye closed. You are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you to this beautiful first service. But deep down in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If you die now, so say, if you die, you would go to hell if you don't know Jesus. You will go to hell. Hell, straight. There will not be any curve, no junction, straight to hell. But God doesn't want you to go to hell. God wants you to make it to heaven. And He wants you to come and enjoy with Him. But the only way you can make it to heaven is giving your life to Jesus. Maybe you're asking Bishop, so what should I do? want to pray a simple prayer with you that will let you receive Jesus. So if you are here like that, by the count of three, I want you to lift up your hand. Stand where you are and I'll pray with you. One, two, three. Lift up your hand. Bless you. Let the hand go up. Let it go up. In Sanen Kosro, Brawasi, Nepejan Sakosro, Nekaserade, Me Pese Me Fao, Se Me Rade, Me Krajin Kwan. We Pejan Sana, Me Mawa Huse, Onyankopon, Enya, Mopa, Papa, Papa, Because we to Anamompa, Ewe Nimu. Come to me now. Come, 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 and I'll pray with you. Come, come. I'm looking at you. Come. Keep clapping for them as they come. Keep clapping for them as they come. Keep clapping for them as they come. Your clapping is required. Keep clapping. If you are clapping, the Lord is blessing you. I'm looking even to the back. God bless you. Please. Lift up your hand, page answer, 
And through this prayer, God will save you. Kase eradi Yesu. Fami boni nina chame. Hume mobo. Medimano kase. Uyo nyanko pongba. Ufi osuro eba sasi so. Ebe wuji eme nkwa. Brabet na makumemu. The Hene Woman Brabumu. May power church room me dean. I won't come home anymore. If you're ne, me you Christo ni mapa. Me sumo. Me nkwa nenina. Me dawasi. Swa jimmy. I won't yesu dimo. Amen. Is it okay to clap for them? Have you seen our pastor? He's going to write your name so that we can pray for you. He writes your name and then you come and join us and we close. Okay, so follow Pastor now. Follow Pastor now. Oh, try Okay. God bless you. Take your seats. Quickly. Time is up. The second service is almost ready. Please communion quickly. Let the rain of your presence fall on me every day that I live with every breath I breathe. Let the Communion is something you must believe in. Actually, if you don't take communion, I think a higher percentage of your life is gone. That's why you must be born again. When you become born again, then you have the license to take communion. So those who don't have communion, you have no bread in your hand now. I don't think you are doing something right. Those who are sharing the communion, please, there are some people who have not gotten communion. I don't want them to be left. Look all here. 
all here. Is there only one person who is serving? There are six people I've seen. All here. So believe it. Anytime you take medicine, you believe that as a mifa, this medicine, I'm protecting myself from COVID-19. I'm protecting myself from malaria. I'm protecting myself from fever. I'm protecting myself from this. So believe it. What are we protecting ourselves from? From evil. From sicknesses. From diseases. I didn't hear your amen. I said from sicknesses. From diseases. From the arrows of the devil. From car accidents. Even from untimely death. So as you eat it, believe that something good is happening. This, as we leave, we put it in our mouth, it turns into the body of Jesus. Lift up the bread and say the body of Jesus. And eat it by faith. That same night, Jesus took up the cup of the wine and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink in remembrance of me. The blood also comes to seal the communion. The blood forgives. The blood heals. By the blood we overcome. When the enemy also sees the blood, he passes over. Lift up the wine and say the blood of Jesus. And shouted the cup of blessing. And drink it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this communion. It's not just a ceremony, but it's a fellowship that we have with you anytime we come into your presence. May today's communion pave up a way for us this week. May we only hear good news. May we enjoy favor. May we enjoy every good thing that you have in store for us and deliver us from evil. In Jesus' mighty name, and God's people, please say, Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. Quickly, we want to just take the tithe. If you are here, you have your tithe. Kindly come to the front. Let me pray with you. Uh, here you have your tithe. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0540 Stay blessed.